When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And I'm you're the special guest, Eric Andrews. <laughs> you're the guest host today. Eric. Oh, yeah. guest host. You got all this responsibility yeah, all of a sudden. You, you oh, gotta yeah, run not... the boards. You gotta like uh, greet the guests at the door. You gotta do all this stuff. Yeah, what am I thinking? I'm not the guest. We have a guest. Yeah, you're doing marketing. You're doing promotion. You gotta do everything. Yeah, you have this. to do the admin. Yeah, we got yeah. a lot of paperwork mm-hmm. to send you after this. We've been really putting it off. <laughs> all right. Well, I've got something to tell all the audience then. Oh, um, you guys should definitely listen to Spooked on <laughs> Apple Music. <laughs> yeah, they're not listening right now. <laughs> you're, oh. already, you're already killing it. Uh, yeah. Better than we do. That's for sure. Eric, it's so uh, great to uh, have you back on here and uh, see you again. Uh, of course, uh, we uh, love you uh, so much and we need to mm-hmm. tell you that right off the top. Yeah. That sounds like you're really going to come down with something heavy on me now. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. We love having you on. Yeah. Well, you know what, guys? I really love being here. Um, uh, some of some of the most interesting experiences of my life are on this podcast. <laughs> I got to say, you're one of our, the best guests for having some of our most unusual and like uh, exciting guests. I don't know. You're just so genuine with your reactions and it just works so well. Uh, <laughs> Eric, you you look like you're on edge, like you're on the defense we're, right we're, now. We're being one hundred percent serious right now. I mean, I've it just it sounds like you know, like a a mom and dad really getting ready to tell me something bad. Yeah, we're getting a divorce. Yeah, the podcast is ending. Yeah, we, this is it. Last episode. Um, we're taking. I'm taking the SPO. He's taking the. OKED. <laughs> but you were mentioning, uh, Eric, that this is a bit of an unusual episode because we're not doing the improv mm-hmm. today because we have a very special guest here. We have author, medium, Lauren Robbins here. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Oh, excited to uh, have you. Uh, Lauren, um, so you're a psychic medium, and we got to know right off the bat, how did you get into this entire world? 
Okay, it starts back in two years when I was two years old, and I'm also a sensitive. That means that I don't only read people in their lives and mediumship with loved ones, I also read ghosts and communicate with them. So it started when I was two years old, and I am considered the double visioned medium. So right now, there's six of you in this room with me because I see two of each one of you. Um, and that started when I was two years old. I had, I was very sickly as a child with bronchitis and pneumonia, and I coughed so hard I lost a muscle in my left eye. And I had to wear a patch on my right eye. And when the patch came off a few years later, just to strengthen my left eye, I had permanent double vision. So I still have it mm. to this day. My left eye, which is my lazy eye, was the one that I was seeing the spiritual world in the right eye, the physical world. And so I see two images all day long, but when I was younger, I could see stuff going around the room with my left eye behind like the physical world. It was really weird, but that's how it started for me. Wow. That's, that's interesting. I, I grew up with an eye patch as well because of wow. a, a lazy a eye. Ship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. the, the is thing, it is do, does a lot of it come from the eyes like where that's a really good question actually and i'm sorry to hear that you went through that too i've had two corrective eye surgeries in the meantime i don't know if you ever did but my lazy eye never recovered you know correctly but um that's a good question. There's a couple of staples when it comes to mediumship. A lot of people have similarities. One is eye issues, um, lazy eye, where you can kind of float into another space. And spiritually, uh, one would be ADD, which I'm sure I had as a child. I still struggle with, but I can quickly go to the other side and come back. Um, I have to work on it every day and focus every day with my work. So ADD, uh, you know, lazy eye. Um, your mind can go different places very quickly. And so those are kind of staples for, uh, for mediumship. Okay. And is it always discovered young, you think? Or do, do people like grow into it sometimes? Is that? I don't believe that's true. I feel like there's a lot of mediums that I know in the industry. I've been around for 15 years professionally, but there are people that some are born with it. Uh, some of them have predispositions for it. I feel like I did anyway. My, my grandmother that I never met, she had a lazy eye too, but I actually feel a very strong connection to her, even though I never met her and she passed when my father was two years old of tuberculosis. So I feel like I kind of got some of the gifts from her, even though I've never met her. Um, but there's people too that develop even later in life, you know, I feel like all of us have an ability to sort of do mediumship. I teach it. I have a class that's called until we meet again for people that are grieving my clients that are grieving to teach them how to actually do mediumship to talk to them anytime they want to. And I, it, it's actually a successful class by the end of four weeks, people are communicating with the other loved ones. So some people have a natural ability to have a heightened sight sense with a higher vibrational state. Um, sometimes due to a loss or health issue or a, um, a life, because I actually died, we think we died, I died for a minute because I was so sick, I couldn't breathe. And back in the day, you know, I'm not gonna say how old it was, the doctor came to our house. So right. it was never documented if I died or not, but I do remember seeing a bright light around me. So people that have had near-death experiences a lot will have a higher vibrational state people that have had a lot of tra trauma when they were younger from abuse and things like that, they have a higher vibrational state. 
So what happens is that the top of my head is soft at birth. Okay. So yeah. many of us younger kids, and this is definitely relate relates to the paranormal world, younger children, especially under 10, will see paranormal stuff. We'll have experiences. I don't care, Damien. I know you've had experiences. You can't tell me you never have. Come on. I'm pretty sure that you've had at least one. Um, most people do, <laughs> unless you are completely shut off, meaning like, uh-uh, nothing's coming in. I'm not going to pay. That could be just from personality. Right. But, uh, you know, most children, whether they're high or vibrational state or not, they are open because the top of the head is soft at birth is child childhood. So like five and under a lot, they'll see deceased loved ones. They'll see people walk around. They have imaginary friends that are really actually real spiritual friends, mm -hmm. but they don't know. But most people will be told, you know, this is your imagination. You know, uh, you know, you're making things up. You just watch too many movies. So most of people, most people will go away and just kind of like forget about it. Right. But people with higher vibrational states, it continues to build, 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 build. And a lot of times we try to suppress it, ignore it, but then it just keeps coming back. And that's what happened to me. So there are different people that have, won't let it come out to like their forties or fifties. That happened to me. I would oh. not let it come out till I was in my forties because there was such a need and I had to do it. And I started off with being a Reiki master. And then everything came out when I was doing hands-on healing with readings, with psychic mediumship, sensitive, oh, you got ghosts in your house. Like, all kinds of stuff was coming out. Nice. And I, you, you brought up a good point in there, just kind of calling out Damien. I mean, sorry, probably he's going to kill me. <laughs> saying, I don't want to back on that show again. I was holding back. Now we're, now we're on. It's, <laughs> you know, it's the dynamic on this show. Uh, Cody, definitely yeah. uh, a, a believer in many uh, different <laughs> aspects of the spiritual side. Mm -hmm. Damien, zero yeah. uh zero belief mm -hmm. uh and for myself like i'm i think i'm somewhere in the middle potentially uh so we, you know we you have a a, a wide variety of audience here mm -hmm. and different beliefs but damien what do you what do you <laughs> what are your thoughts here well the two main points that you've brought up the first one about children being more susceptible to it for me at the top of this head thing i don't think really lends much to me but it, it definitely just seems like an overactive imagination from an underdeveloped mind and i <laughs> i would never attribute any of that stuff to anything supernatural in any way and then the, the whole thing about uh, people with lazy eyes being more susceptible to being mediumship, it just sounds like your eyes don't work right and you're seeing things. <laughs> that's right, that's well. just how I read it. That's how I see it. I don't, I don't see any reason to believe there's any spiritual connection to any of that. But All right, you, well, I'm going right you, back to you, Damien. Go ahead. Well, no, number one, my, my friend, yep. uh, and I'm not, I know I'm not your friend yet. Sure, but, um, hey, hey, we're all friends Maybe I won't be your friend it's at okay. the end. <laughs> we can be friends but, and have differing opinions. That's okay. But, you know, and you're right. You're absolutely right. Because honestly, one of the things for me is always mm -hmm. getting past those skeptics. And I know, like, honestly, if I didn't do mediumship or wasn't a sensitive, I think it's all BS. I really would. Yeah. I've always, I, to this day, like I'll go and I'll see a psychic. So I'm like, oh, they're full of it. I just, I mean, I, that's the way I was raised. I'm Catholic and I have a strong belief in God, but you're right. Not everybody that has a lazy eye is going to be a medium. Not everybody that is seeing things at a young age is going to have mediumship abilities. But there are cases, you can't tell me if you don't watch paranormal shows, that a lot of young children do see 
their grandparents. They don't know who these people are. They're not at that state in life at four or five years old to really be able to identify or be able to dissect, hey, this is spirit, this is a real person. They don't know. They're, they're young, their mind is not developed completely yet. And so I'm not saying every child sees, but I have many cases of yeah. actually people bringing in their kids because they're like, they're seeing, they're seeing ghosts or they're seeing their loved ones that, that are talking to them, communicating with them, or they're seeing demons. So right. there's a variety of things that children mm -hmm. can see. I'm not saying everybody does see, but right. it's very common. I think more often than not, though, especially with the loved ones, it's more more than likely it's the parents and the grandparents uh, projecting those things on the child and the child reacting to that. I, th I think that is much mm -hmm. more likely to be what is happening in those situations. But have no. you ever had an experience, though? Do you ever do you ever feel like there's a presence around uh, me? You? Yeah, you know. No, <laughs> well, when you, like you've told as to be fair, like you've yeah. told as a kid that you um, you put on to like over like imagination, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you had those experiences as a kid when I was. See, this is the, this is the thing. I was told that I had these experiences by my grandparents that I did this one time. Whether or not this was the actual case or what I was talking about, again, this comes back to them projecting on me and then me hearing this story secondhand, which is another reason that I don't believe these things because most of these stories are secondhand accounts. None of this is well-documented. None of this is actually <laughs> provable. There's nothing quantifiable about these stories. But Would you prefer the if they had written a book about it no, or no, something? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, if... If this is so common, these are things that you could do, you should be able to replicate some of these results and take these kind of things and actually properly examine and study these things. The fact is that we can't do that and we haven't been able to. And that is the biggest barrier for me for really being able to be like, okay, maybe there's something there. But regard I, regardless, I think that that situation fits into what both of you said, right? Like whether it's the what imagination I, think. I was whether... just a dumb kid who was saying dumb shit. My grandmother's like, oh, you're talking about this person. I'm like, sure, but it's, I'm getting attention. But it's a situation that fits into both uh, molds. Nah. Okay. I, I, I gotta, I'm going to call out Jamie again. I'm sorry, but hey, I'm going to no, tell no, you no, a couple things. I am a straight shooter and I am, my go husband always says he loves me because I'm a pretty ballsy girl. And that's true. Cause I'm very ballsy. And I will be like, if I feel like somebody is right, I'll definitely give you that. And Hey, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I know you're not, I'm not going to, and that's okay. And I don't want you to, you have to be your true self. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to tell you, number one, men are the most skeptical people out of everybody. You are inbreded not to say, Oh, Oh, the spiritual world exists. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, like it'd be like unmanly almost of you to do that. My husband is a firefighter. I always bring him up in my interviews. Mm -hmm. The longest time he was like, okay, I believe in your mediumship. I've seen it. I've read his mother that I never knew. I've read like a lot of things, his father that I never met. But when it came to, you know, the ghost stuff, he was like, yeah, whatever. He goes, I don't really kind of buy it, but I support you, you know, mm -hmm. what you do. Um, until he saw a video that I did at a home investigation a couple of months ago, he was like, oh my God, Lauren, you've got to go back literally the shoes spun in front of me. There was growling noises. The video went into slow motion by itself, which I can tell you about what? later. And it was like, it's on my YouTube channel. I was freaking the F out. I went back to these people. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I know you want me to come once and give you an evaluation. I know I told you I was going to come back and clear, but you've got demonic entities in your house at this point. She had children. I'm not going to say how many. I'm not going to say where she lived, 
but yeah. I went back because I will go into investigations when there's young children because they're deeply effect, affected. And so anyway, and he heard that video. I kept listening to it. I said, I better make sure what I know. Uh, this is really happening. It was growling. It was, oh and it was like, <gasps> on the video. My husband looked at me, he goes, I believe. I literally believe. So don't, don't you get scared? Afterwards, I'm like, what do I do? Like, what am I doing in here? Like, what the hell? And my husband, actually, I haven't done one for about two months because it took so much out of me. Yeah. And my, I get to a lower vibrational state too. And I have to clear myself for a while before I can see clients. And it's almost like it's worth it, but it's not worth it because it takes a lot out of me. I've actually been bitten before investigations too by a demonic entity. What, so what does that this, mean? I've, I've never heard that before. I was bitten on my ankle. Like a, I literally had a bite mark on my ankle and it was teeth. And it, 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 I came home, my husband, I said to my husband, I said, if I start to change, because they will try to affect your energy, if it's a demonic princess, I know the difference. If it's a demon, right. a loved one, or a ghost, they're all three different entities when it comes to paranormal. And a demonic entity is going to make me feel very, very sick. It's going to work against me. It's going to try to push me out. Because I'm clearing, I'm tell, I'm communicating with it. I tell it what to do. I tell it get out of the house. You cannot be in this house. This is where the ballsy part comes in. Right. <laughs> and then I look after the stuff, and I'm going, "Oh my god, what did I just do?" And I actually had a bite mark. I came home. My leg had three bites, three marks in it, like somebody bit my leg. Right. Okay. And I said to my husband, he's just cooking dinner. He's a firefighter. He cooks all the dinner. And I said, if I start to change, if I start getting tired, tell me to throw myself on the bathtub with salt water. He goes, okay, babe. He's like cooking, you know, drink, drinking his wine and stuff. A few hours later, he's coming over and feeding me shrimp because I can't get off the couch because I'm getting very lethargic. He goes, babe, jump in the tub. He's like, you got to clear yourself. And so I did that and I'm in the tub and I'm like saying my prayers and stuff. But yeah. I was actually bit. The lady to this day won't speak to me because I did, couldn't go back and finish clearing it. It made me very, very ill. I was very ill for about a week or two. And I said, I'm wow. sorry, I can't. You have to sell your house and move out. It's bad, 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 bad there. So wow. that's, it sounds like your husband has kind of learned a lot about this stuff through the years as well, probably. Because he, he, yeah. he knew that he knew that the tub would help. Uh, I've trained him. <laughs> <laughs> and i guess i had a question do the three entities that you had mentioned the loved ones demons and ghosts do they ever interact or are they separate in like separate realms or sorts they that's very interesting that you asked that no you're asking really good questions eric i have to say like you are the bomb <laughs> nobody's ever asked me this i've been on paranormal shows before nobody's asked me that they don't I don't feel like they really inter they interact with me. Right. I don't feel like they interact with each other. I can hear all of them. That's where it becomes dangerous for me to make a decision if I'm going to go into a situation. A lot of times, I don't even know when I until I get there how bad it's going to be. So you consider can them kind of, three I different realms. Yeah, so they feel all different to me. So like a sensitive, you know, I'm a I'm a medium, so I can talk to loved ones, and that's what is known as like a spirit medium. Yeah. But there's a sensitive version too. It's in my book, Who Are You? Are You a Psychic Meter or the Spiritual Worker? I talk about sensitives. We're sensitive to ghosts too. So we, you know, some mediums don't communicate with ghosts or demonic entities. I've always had that ability since I was very young to feel them. So I know the difference by how I feel, what it is. So a ghost is going to feel very cold, give you cold spots. It's going to make you feel 
like you have a presence, but it's not necessarily scary. Sometimes they need closure. Sometimes they need to move on. Um, sometimes they just want to communicate because they're stuck. So I'll work with them in a particular way. Uh, loved one is going to feel light. I'm going to feel their personality come in. I'm going to see if it's a male or female. I'm going to see how they died. They're going to give me pictures of their life, you know, so I can kind of identify the timeline of where they came from. Whereas demonic entities, I feel very, very ill. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I start getting a headache. I have a metal taste that comes to my mouth and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to put everything I've got into this thing because I got to get them out. And they are fallen angels, basically. What's they are. The, yeah. What's the difference between a ghost and a loved one here? I'm not really clear on what this okay. definition is. So, no, thank you. Are um, the loved ones not just ghosts or anything like that? Like, I don't. Loved ones aren't ghosts unless they got stuck. So I always say, you know, like I, I do a mm. lot of medium events and I also so do a lot like of private. So like what happens is if a, say somebody, you know, you had a friend or whatever passed in a tragic car accident. Mm -hmm. Some of them, sometimes they're not ready to move on. They're like looking back at their life. I, I you know, I cause, or they kill, kill themselves. I'm not saying these are all cases, but sometimes they can't cross into the light. They can't move on. They're staying earthbound because a family member is holding them back, their, their grief, or that person's like, I was a bad person. I'm afraid to go into light and, and you know, process my life. Maybe I'll be rejected by God. Um, so this time, so they'll end up staying earthbound and those are ghost figures or they want to stay you know in their home and say they pass in their home they're stuck in this dimension that you'll feel the cold spots from them if they're visiting like my office is absolutely gorgeous the one i'm in right now it's a hundred year old building um it's got tin ceilings when i moved in i was putting up my curtains they kept falling down they kept falling down and i said i know you're here you know like can you let me put up my freaking curtains. Like, I know you're here. I'll talk to you later. And so right. then my curtains went up and this building has a history of dances upstairs. It used to be like a uh, men's club upstairs. And so people used to say that you used to see the, and I saw floating legs up the stairs, going up the stairs one day. And it was like, they just want their, the ghosts want your attention. Mm -hmm. um, so they'll move things. They'll close doors. You know, sometimes they're good ghosts. Well, they're not good ghosts. Doesn't mean they're demons. So they sometimes want your attention. They need help crossing over, uh, or they're gonna um, they'll do things like, you know, scare you because. And then if it gets to that scarier place, that's usually a demon. That means they scratch your back. Yeah. They they check off your your, your sheets. Um, they can actually sexually attack you. You know, I've heard cases of this. I've had clients that have come in with scratch marks all over their body three scratch marks, different places from demonic attacks. Whoa. I, I, I think for me, the thing I could talk I, about this forever. <laughs> I, hey, so, then, too. so what's a loved one then? So a loved one is our love our family, Your, our yeah. friends that have, that have completely made their transition to the other side. And I know I can feel if they have or not, that means they process their life with God. They have reviewed their life with God, the mistakes that they made, their life, almost like watching that movie, um, the one at Christmas. Uh, it's a, it's something about a the wonderful life. life. Yes, yes. So they look at like everything that they've done. Did they make mistakes? Did they change those mistakes? Were they a good person? They yeah. review their life with God and the other side of your God. And then once they are done, they are fully processed and they can come back and forth and visit us. They sometimes they stay over there more. 
Sometimes they come over here more, they'll go to different people to, to visit them and they'll show up like an orb figure sometimes, or you'll see their face. And so I gotta say one last thing about yeah. this, Damien. I know that you're a skeptic. Yeah. However, I am one of those evidential mediums that is my goal mm -hmm. in life mm -hmm. to prove the other side exists. I was a research medium for science for the Voices Across the Veil program for 10 years that they have recorded everything mm -hmm. and the information is coming out. But the biggest thing is I want to, I don't want to talk my talk. I got to yeah. walk my walk, baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have pictures. I have pictures okay. of the other side. I actually have one in my office. I actually have one on my desk. No way. This this is <laughs> this is something I've always wanted to see. This is going to be the cover <laughs> of my biography. <laughs> so I know the viewers, you know, the listeners can't see this, but sorry about the that's okay uh, noise background. All right, so this is my I don't know if you can see this is my ex husband. No ghost picture here. This yep. is like twenty years ago. Can you? This is my ex. Yep. This is his grandfather. This is Got my it. son when he was like two years old. Cute. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> after, after grandfather. I got, I went to my divorce at my, like when my son was about six, um, for different reasons. And I was at a pediatrician's office with my son, he was sick and I got out and I heard, take a picture. And I said, okay. And I heard it again. So in my car, you can see the strap of the car. And there is a picture of, I don't know if you can see it. My, is that too glary? See the face? Eye sockets, nose, tie, right here. This is my son. This is me. This is a whole face of my his grandfather. He's got the tie on, like he did in the picture in the black jacket. Eye oh, sockets, okay. nose, I see mouth. It now. I see it now. Okay. It almost looks like a, a a clay version. Yeah. But that's him. Look at that yeah. face and look at the face here. It's the same eye sockets. It's the same. See that? Yeah. Okay. Same nose. It was, yes. And that was him. His father, his grand, great grandfather had just died like six months prior to that. Mm. I don't know. I'm just taking a picture. And then I go look at the picture and I'm like, oh my God. So I, this is not the only photo that I have. I have mm. other photos that are going to be in another book about I've gone to poor my son. I've taken him to um, graveyards on Halloween. What a good mother that I am, right? <laughs> Turn off all the lights. I'm like, snap, snap, snap. I've gotten a hope lady that came up within mm. a snap of a, yeah. So this is my life. It's, it's to prove this because there are skeptics and I understand it and I respect it, but there are skeptics and the afterlife and the other side exists. Yeah, I, I, definitely uh i think so and i mainly i want to i want that experience where i get that kind of like i'm worried as well you know like i would love to see some sort of spirit or ghost or something like that but yeah, i'm also Eric, afraid how it, it would affect me you said it before too that you really want to see a ghost and yeah, now yeah. you know about the three entities do, so do you have a preference do you yeah, have a preference meet, over Eric? demon or do you want to be a demon do you, do you mind my ghost? my mom's just calling me and oh, okay. uh he hello hello hi hi uh mom i'm just here uh <laughs> we're doing a podcast okay uh with uh psychic medium lauren robbins okay hi lauren <laughs> hi hi mom 
And uh, I, I remember you told me one time that you were a ghost, that you, do you remember that? That I was a ghost? That's what you told me. You said you were a ghost one time. I'm trying to remember. Um, anyway, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I was a ghost. Um, yeah, in my when I woke up, I thought I was a ghost. I was walking, actually. I thought I was a ghost when I was walking. I got up and I thought I was an actual ghost because I was like, felt like I was walking on air. Okay, that just sounds like you're tired, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, do you have? Do you have, just well, just while you're here, do you have any questions? Uh, a question for our our psychic medium? Um, oh, um, yeah, I caught you off guard. Yeah, it kind of caught me off guard. You're right. Kind of caught me off guard. I was at the bun store. That's all. Oh, the bun store. Good. Can I tell her something though? I think she was having an out of body experience. She was not a ghost. Okay. What happened? That you that you weren't that you might have been having an out of body experience as opposed to being you know feeling like a ghost. Yeah, that's possible because I one day I, I almost ran over a ghost. What? <laughs> almost ran over a ghost. What does that mean? Well, I was in Whitby and uh, a ghost crossed the road. Uh, an actual human being looked like a human being. They crossed the road. And I put my brakes on really fast because I thought I was going to hit them, but nobody was there. Actually, nobody, not a soul was there. Really? Yeah. And Heather was with me and she looked, she looked back at the car and looked for the, looked for that. She said, did you see that man just walk right by your car? I said, okay, I wasn't going to say anything because I thought I was losing my marbles, but <laughs> I'm glad you saw it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. There it is. That was, that was scary. Yeah, that would be. That was really, like, it was the shape of a man, tall man, it was about six feet, at least six feet, maybe around that time, and it was like an actual man figure. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't know that one. Yeah, that was, like, really scary, and then my sister said, no one could have believed us that we saw that man, and we did tell people, and they're all laughing at us like we're crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um... Okay, great. Well, in, enjoy the buns. Thank you for uh, your input. Okay, well, I hope it helps. Okay. Have a good podcast. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Mom. <laughs> good thing she didn't hit that ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can. She he might be true. stuck in the grill of the car. <laughs> Haunting oh, the radiator dear. block. <laughs> Sorry to uh, derail it, though. <laughs> no, it was a great little. Uh, that was cute. Sidebar. I liked it. <laughs> um, so, Eric, preference? Uh, do you do you want to do you mind seeing a demon too, or do you just want the loved ones? I see. I thought my mom was going to bring up something different. Uh, for mm. for our family, I probably have told this story to you guys before. <laughs> my my grandmother, who I have never met, she died a year before I was born on Christmas Eve, uh, my aunt's Christmas tree on Christmas Eve would always fall over mm -hmm. every year. And they like, it was kind of our family thing to be like, oh, that's, you know, that's our mom or our grandmother, you know, pushing the tree over to like, you know, say hello, basically. And uh, kind of, it was, it was scary. I, and I never witnessed it, um, but I was there one year 
where the tree did not fall over, uh, but one of those like talking fish that you put on the wall <laughs> went off uh, all by itself. Their motion wow. sensor, Eric, you know that, right? It was on the <laughs> table though, pointed up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I believe, well, I do believe that they can do things, um, have residual energy and do things at different time periods just to kind of show up and let you know that they are around. It could be like moving things. It could be pushing things over. It can be, I mean, I had, or it could be placing things and moving things around. I mean, my aunt passed away two weeks ago and I was very close to her. She was 91. She had a very long life, but, um, as an example, a few days later, she believed in the other side. She was very Catholic, but she believed in the other side and had a lot of experiences herself. And I remember, you know, on my desk trying to, I grab, I have a laptop in my office, I have a laptop at home and I was going to my office, but there was stuff on my other laptop at home I needed. And I was looking for my mouse because it had the USB with it. I could not find the mouse anywhere. I'm looking at like the whole desk. I looked in the drawers, it had fallen in a drawer. I left the room, came back and there was smack in the middle of my desk was the mouse. And I'm like, Aunt Charlie, like, I know that you just literally <laughs> did this just to let me know that you're around me, even though I know and I can communicate and make that connection anytime to anybody. It was like, they'll move things. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll do things with keys. They'll do things, move things. They'll drop things. They'll push things over because they're just making a statement like pay attention. So that's kind of cool. I, I believe, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to Damien because you like are hard. This is your problem. Like, I'm not saying you're, it's a problem. You're very hard with your it's wall. A it's a okay. wall. Like, you don't want to let anything in. Like, right. not even people. Never mind. Yeah. Ghosts. Do you think he's okay. scared to let people and this kind of thought no, it's not, in? It's not anything bad. It's just his personality. Hmm. And so, like, there are, you know, people that I can feel your energy through the screen. And I, there's nothing wrong with you. I have a lot of clients that come in. I have people that are just so open. It's so easy to read them. Then I have other people right. that are, like, have that presence that are, like, they want to make sure that they make sure I screw up. They want to make sure that they can say, oh, you're, I'm a skeptic and you couldn't prove anything. Like right. I have to deal with it all the time in my industry, but I can really feel that. And like, you're a great guy. You're very loving and kind, <laughs> but you've got that wall up and you're like, I am is not it, letting any push, push that over. Is it that I got a wall that I'm not susceptible to it or that I got a wall that I'm not susceptible to believe what you're putting out there? I, I you're just, you just have that. a wall up in yeah, general. Okay. It has just nothing to do. Stuff. It has nothing to do with spirituality or, right. or a ghost or anything. It just might be a protective wall, meaning like where people have been, whether you've been hurt or not, I'm not going to characterize you or go into your life. I'm just saying that people that have that kind of stance or their personality, it is going to be harder for them to have an experience. Right. Because she, I mean, you can't no reach that girl. level. No yeah. true Scotsman. Right. Right. I'm not, I'm not good enough to have it. I get it. No, no, no. It's not whether you're good or you're bad. It's just, I'm just saying is this is a very common thing. You have to believe the thing in order to believe the thing. You don't That's though, what because it comes down to. Well, but you don't though, because is, we can, we can have ex we can have experience is. with it without even believing you can have an experience without even believing <laughs> I, you I, I think it's a little right. i think it's a little different yeah because like my my dad wasn't a believer had an experience but i think that that's a very uh, a very accurate assessment of you being a caring loving person with a bit of a wall i think that like going around like that like All you're right. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story if I can, because this is, this ties into Damien, because like, mm -hmm. and my husband, like I said, if, can I, should I share is okay? As you have more sure, questions. Yeah. All right. So my husband, I told you about that paranormal story where the video went into the, 
the slow motion kind of thing. Okay. I thought to myself, did I touch something? Did I make it go into slow mo? I don't even know how to make it go into slow motion. Well, my husband could see a difference with me after that paranormal investigation. I was knocked on my rear end. I was on the couch. I was wiped out for days. I didn't even work for like a week because it really affected me. But the funny thing is he picked up what I was putting down, baby. He picked up what I was putting down. He slept with me. Of course, he sleeps in the same bed. One day he woke up a few days later. Thank God, right? There are people <laughs> yeah. that sleep in separate bedrooms. But anyway, yeah. he wakes up the next day and goes, I had the weirdest dream. And I said, what do you mean, honey? And like, he's not a big open guy on mm-hmm. ghosts anyway, particularly. He said, I was held down by something. And he said, and, and, um, and then he said, I saw like this person holding me down and then it turned into a cat. And I'm like, and he believed it. He had that experience. He felt it. He felt like he was stuck and frozen and pushed down. That's like a demonic entity will do that too, by the way, or a bad ghost. And he had that experience. He was just, after that, he was completely, he, he's open to the whole ghost thing because it was because of what I had done and what I kind of brought home with me mm-hmm. that it ended up affecting him in a way that I never would have thought. And I said, oh my God, this is really freaky because I've never had anybody else be affected by my paranormal investigations. And now my husband was. And right. so he was completely, that was it. He, he knows so that was his first real experience at the age of 62. Mm-hmm. I, I, and it's good that you guys are close enough that he didn't suggest separate beds after that. Like, <laughs> that's true. No way. One for you yeah. guys, one for the demon. <laughs> <laughs> Sit there. Um, uh, Lauren, I don't want to like take too much of your energy, but I know you had <laughs> read Cody and I was curious if it's possible if you could do a reading for you know either Damien or I just Damien's off limits forget it <laughs> yeah okay. he's, he's, hey whatever you think <laughs> he's I gonna be it. like no 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 that's not possible he's I um, mean he's he's a tricky one and I will say you're on to something when I first met Damien it I it felt like a wall it felt hard to get to know him and you know the longer you hang around Damien you you realize he's like just a really sweet guy with a hard headed idea of, you know, anything <laughs> spiritual or supernatural. Yeah. He love he loves facts. He loves science. Uh, oh, there you go. That explains it all. He loves love. He loves love, though, as well, which is I good. love love. Yeah. So he, he does have a soft side in there. Uh, but he, he definitely guards it. Don't tell me too much. I don't want to know anything. Oh, sorry. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna just before I do the readings and, and, and kind of tap into things, a couple of things I did want to add. It's like one thing I know Eric, you said you'd like to have a ghost experience. Don't invite it in, honey. Okay. You really well, want to have that? Guess what? If you want to communicate with them, I could, you know, you can say and if any ghosts are around, I would really recommend a couple apps if you want to do anything like that then that will kind of draw them in i always tell people oh. if you don't want to be around ghosts don't use the apps but if you want to draw them in use a couple apps like phone apps like temple oh Run. my god there's a couple of really good ones um and they well i was i use some of them for my investigations because i'm picking up stuff but i want validations and they really come out with some pretty decent validations uh one of them is called um ghost hunter and it's like this it's very, it won't, it won't freak you out, but it's got like a hand. It's a blue background with a hand. That's very good. 
Um, the other what, one. What does that one do exactly? Uh, what it does is it actually. Wait a minute. Is that which one is that one? Um, actually, no. Spirit Box is one of my favorite ones. Spirit Box. It's really. I'll show you the app. Uh, it's really cool because some paranormal investigators use it. Mm -hmm. I just recently started using it. What it has is an EVP that's kind of built into the box. Um, it's all on app. I used to use like real equipment with batteries and stuff like that. I still do. But like if I'm doing something, it'll actually show you the waves. And it shows you like the meter, the EF, EMF meter right there, like if there's something spiking. So for instance, okay. if I'm saying like, is there anybody in my office right now? I feel like Maybe the Lady of the Dunes is still here with me. I have some of her stuff from her gravesite because I was in the Lady of the Dunes for as a paranormal person. It was a documentary about a, a cold case in Massachusetts, the murder victim. And um, are you still in here with me? I know you're in here. I have your some of your flowers here from your where you were found. Your body was found. The meat, like this, it's starting to spike. And if you look right here, what what exactly the meter is starting to spike? That means like activity is coming up. Yep. Like, and so. See how this is going squiggly yeah. on the big box? That means that what it does is it detects energy and then it transfers it into words. But and it shows like, yeah. What's Sorry, detecting ahead. it? What is detecting it? The meter. The app, I guess. I understand yeah, I that. But like, what is it supposedly picking up? Is it using the microphone? Is it using like- It's using the microphone. Okay. I guess. I mean, honestly, I'm not a developer. All I know is it works because- Right. I used this also in that, but see how that EMF is going, the spiking, it's like an all-in-one thing. It'll turn it into a word. So, yeah, but I, hey, is there anything you can say about Damien if you're here? <laughs> I want to know. Saying, I don't think modern phones have uh, EMV it, readers it, you, built This would be that. really cool if any of this goes to my office from the building. It'd be really cool if you could come up with the word skeptic on here for me. Oh, yeah. That yeah would come cool. on, bring it up. <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm ready but for well, I'll, I'll, to come I'll, in I'll, here. You, but anyway, it's a good, I don't want to take your back. time on this. Yeah, <laughs> but the spirit box is really kind of cool. And I would really suggest it for people that mm -hmm. want to like try to communicate without seeing anything. So it doesn't freak you out. Right. But I will tell you, I was recently in New Orleans for a girl's birthday trip with my friend a couple months ago. And I went into a cemetery. It was part of this, this tour. And um, they talked about this uh, mausoleum that was built for this this man and his, uh, this, this, this couple and his name were, one, were, was on the steps and inscribed, but they said that he wasn't buried there. And, you know, and the tour guide said, basically he, he was married. He was, you know, he had like ten, six tombs in there and it was for he and his wife and future children. Well, they couldn't have children. And upon his death, they found out that, um, the wife found out that, um, he had an affair with three other women and had a bunch of children with them. So she's like, oh, my dead body. Is he going to be buried here with me? Or those people coming in claiming the uh, mausoleum to have, you know, be placed in here. So she basically closed the gate, locked the key, threw away the key. You know, I made instructions that after she died, that nobody else could be buried there. She buried him like across town and like some just basic grave site. So I asked her, I said, you know, are you, you know, is there anything you want to say? And she wrote, gratified oh <laughs> it, came up, it came up on that it came up on that app it was so <laughs> cool i was like yes woman revenge even from the other side <laughs> would would she have felt like completed and maybe not be a, a spirit anymore 
after well, that incident? You can still communicate with them, okay. you know, through an app, whether they're a ghost or a loved one or something. But mm. yeah, it's kind of neat. It just picks up frequencies when you're communicating. That's got awesome. it. Got All it. right. So I'm going to go to Damien for a second. <laughs> All, right. All right. Look at you. You're it. very sweet. Are Let's you European? <laughs> probably. Okay. Well, you're, you're probably a mutt, right? So um, anyway, you are very sweet, which I did pick up and you have to validate and be actually really honest, but not trying to like be mean. Um, I know you're not a mean person though. You, you really do have a good heart. And I do feel like you do try to work with people anyway. But anyway, besides that, you definitely have had a wallop since you were very young. And uh, what, what happened? There's something about four or five years old with you. And there's like a separation there too that I see. Um, parents get a divorce or anything major going on with your life right there that traumatized you. Nope. Okay. Nothing, anything nothing. at all you can think of four to five no, years old. Nothing at all. Did you, did you go swimming a lot? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I was just trying to help him jog his memory. What's the highest thing you've jumped off of? No, uh, not, but there's not some... that high. Okay. <laughs> Normal size, probably. Yeah. I, Do you, you want to go you, diet? You, you, you're going to say no, but I, you didn't have a paranormal, and you can say no if you want, but I'm hearing like you had some kind of experience when you were four or five years old. Well, we did mention that earlier, so that's the only reason. I that... don't remember. What did okay. we say? All right. Well, that's called cold reading. He, that's how it works, but yeah. He had no, a, but, a, what a happened? <laughs> Imaginary friend? Was it? Is that what you said? I even forget now. Honestly, I don't remember what we said. What what happened to you at four or five years old? And I'm not okay. picking up for anything from the past, okay. but what's four to yeah, five? Yeah. You thought you had an imaginary friend? <laughs> no, I didn't think that I had an imaginary friend. We brought up a story where my grandparents said that I was talking to the clouds and they said that I was talking to a great grandparent. And I was back with that saying that they were projecting on it and this is okay. just a callback to what we were talking about. Earlier. All right. No, no, I swear but, to God on my son's life, sure. my husband's life, a person who has nothing the... to do with me in any single way, but that's somehow the traumatic experience from when I was four and five. Yes. But please continue. Hey, okay. it's not traumatic. <laughs> it's life changing. I don't yeah. think it's it like, was. Okay. But... I, I really feel like you, you don't, obviously you don't want to, you're okay. You can be a skeptic all you want, but I feel like you're also, you're I, hiding I things. Am. Uh, okay. And so I, and regardless <laughs> if you remember or not, who remembers at four or five years old? I remember uh -huh. as a very young child, but I do feel like there was a traumatic experience that maybe raised your vibrational state to get to that level. Whether you want to believe it or think your grandparents put that in your head, I still don't believe that in my whole heart and soul that people don't, parents don't talk to the kids. Oh, there's a spiritual being. Oh, you know, you have that experience. They don't talk about it. It's usually the kids that go to their parents and say, hey, I had this experience. People our parents are not embedded to talk about the spiritual world to us unless we bring it up to them first. And if they said that you did that, I would own that, but you don't want to own it. And that's okay. But my point is I'm not saying that they talked to me about it. I'm saying that they took that experience and they interpreted it that way. And that's how it's been relayed. That was my mm -hmm. point. Not that they put it on me, but that they heard something and then interpreted that way. And that's how the retelling of the story happens. That was my okay. point about it. I see. I see. Mm -hmm. Okay. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va coming up. 
Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm -hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have a Valentine. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and Mm -hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all... And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked today. He's a tough one. I, all right. He's right. not the first. Yeah. <laughs> and it won't be the last. <laughs> That's okay. I'm kind I of used to it in my I industry. Think, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm going to just tell you that that was still a turning point in your life. Sure. Regardless of whatever, if you want to say it or not, that's okay with me because okay. I'm, like I said, I'm going to be very forthright. Mm-hmm. And there was something, but there was also around eight to nine years old. I feel like things started to change with you, with your personality. And I feel like you became very hardened. You've been hardened since you were <laughs> under age 10 years old. Just very hard. You're I very was hardened. real hard boiled back then. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like it has to do something with your mother too. Okay. In relationship with your mother. And I feel like you've had to be alone. I feel like you've had to be alone and you feel somewhat abandoned too in some ways, whether she was physically there or not, but there is definitely a correlation with your mom. That's what I feel and why you had to be hard and almost independent. Like you weren't going to talk to anybody about it. You're just going to do what you had to do between eight and maybe 10 years old. And that's when your personality changed. It feels like to me, whether you can go back and validate that or not, that's what it feels like to me because you've always been hard. And even, even if you've had siblings, which I don't really see a lot of siblings around you, I just feel like you've had to take on that role. You've had to be independent. You wouldn't let anybody in. You've had to just fend for yourself. Well, I have three younger sisters, so I I do have a lot of siblings. Okay. Um, But did you have to fend for yourself? I wouldn't say I had to fend for myself. Lauren, I feel like you're picking up me here. Not really. I feel like you're you're saying my story. It's possible. It's possible (laughs) because I, I, I'm honestly, this is true. Like when you're in a group thing, I mean, I do group readings all the time. 
I do mostly individual, but when I'm doing a group and I've got like 25 to 30 people on the screen, mm -hmm. I'm picking up things and like somebody's like, oh, nope, that's me. I don't yeah. know. I've, I'm reading all of your energy at the same time. I'm not based, sure who's going to Based on what him. you're saying. But he's you know. still a hard butt. Damien's yeah. still a hard guy. He's still a hard guy. And that's okay because <laughs> that's his personality. And there's nothing wrong with it. Um, no. And he's got a good heart though. And he'll he's, never admit that either. Cause it's like, he doesn't want to even let anybody in to know about that either. But uh, I know I'm a big old softy when I need to be. I know <laughs> yeah. that. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. But right. kind of, what you're saying is like, uh, when I was nine, my parents separated and I okay. felt like I had to fend on my own and I, you know, I'm an only child. So it, it sounded like more my oh, story wow. than Damien yeah. here. Okay, so that was, I'm not saying like you were neglected or like you weren't fed and weren't taking care of your parents, but there was definitely <laughs> to a point that you, it feels like you had to just grow up really fast and had to, but you get a totally different energy though, vibe, because you're very loving and you're very open. We already know that because you said you're spiritual, but you are very open and you almost give to a point of getting really hurt all the time because you're trying to overcompensate for a lot of those things by, wanting people to love you. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but there's something with that too. I think you went back to Damien with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Giving too much, Damien? No, no, I can't. <laughs> okay. But, um, all right, so what happened? So your parents separated and you were on your own, but I don't, like your mom, what's going on with the mom though? I know she just called. Oh. <laughs> what's going on with her? Well, I felt like there was something with mom though with that whole package of the things that came in with the nine years old, feeling separated, had to fend on your own. Like I didn't see any children around you. Was there anything with your mom or was that back with Damien? I don't really want to go back and forth. I want to stick with gotcha. one person. Um, was there he was any a good person? Not bad, but why do I feel like you're very alone besides being an only child? Uh, for me, I feel like, you know, uh, because I have a single parent, she would work all the time. So maybe this is where this alone feelings coming from. Okay. But there was nobody else around either for you. Not no. just like siblings. Like I see you like sitting there, like, I'm not saying you didn't have a babysitter, but I feel like even like 12 to 13 years old, you had to own it. Like you had to do what you had to do with on your own. Like if she was working or something, why don't I, why don't I see even babysitters or other people in the house with you? Cause there was just me. That whole time, like the whole time. Wow. Okay. Cause I don't even see like, I'm sorry. I don't even see dad around um, really much in your life either. So that's why I was like, you're alone. Like in the living room, is there like a blue or green couch? There was a green couch. Okay yeah and so you're like sitting there like watching tv or whatever and just kind of okay. like having to be this good boy and sit there and you know actually you were a little bit of hellion though um were oh. you lighting stuff on fire lighting things on fire why Let do me... i see that who lit some things on fire in this room <laughs> i don't know if i was lighting things on fire cody is that you <laughs> no, no i don't i don't light anything on fire i see something with fire like 
trying to light something on fire. I don't know who it was, but if it was somebody in this fire. room with it, but I just see you like sitting in this couch on this couch. It went blue, then went to green. So I didn't know if it was both colors, if it was one of the colors, but thanks for validating the green couch. But like, yeah. you would just sit there, like you were like, your mother was good. Like, don't go anywhere. Don't kind of like do anything. Like just stay here till I kind of get home kind of thing. And so, um, but, but dad was like totally out of the picture. Like, I don't really even see him around at all. I don't know if he moved away, if he just was away or just stayed away because he's away. He was away. Yeah, he's away. Oh, is he away in jail? <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't get that. I'm just asking as a question outside of the spirit medium box. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's away in jail, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what his, his new marriage is like. So maybe, maybe it's a certain type of jail. Yeah, that's true. Ah! <laughs> it is. It, yeah, it can be, I guess. No, I'm just saying like it is. He's not all happy and it's not all a bag of chips either. So, yeah. If he was a bag of chips, I wonder what flavor he would be. No, but I'm just saying like, it's not as good as it, it seems like he, you might think it is with this marriage, but um, but I feel like he was away away like most of your life too. I don't feel like he really came back or did much with you. I just see you still on that couch a lot. I'm still, man, I gotta do something. Okay, no, but I'm just saying like it passed. Mm, I see. Okay. And so you're a comedian, correct? Yes. So that's, you know, again, Damien's gonna be like, she's just saying this because that's what most <laughs> that's what most people say about comedians and people that are psychologists. Mm -hmm. They do it because they were hurt. They had a child. They have to get their stuff out. They have to be funny about it to kind of like unload like their past and as a way to like balance themselves from their past and their pain. But you've never really had to do that. You were always just really funny anyway. And so I just feel like you have like this very dry sense of humor. I haven't heard you as a comedian, but you have this very dry sense of humor um, and you're really funny, which is good if you're a professional in the industry. Which one of us are you talking about? <laughs> oh, me. Uh, I, I'd say you're totally right. I'm, I'm very funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. He's very important in the community. Um, but I don't think I was funny all the time mm. because I I didn't really start speaking 17. until I was like yeah, 15 roughly. Okay, but I'm getting like 17 is when things came out with your with uh, being 17 funny. is when I started to do stand up. Okay, because I've heard 17 is when yeah. you started to be really funny and know what you're doing and it was natural to you. You didn't even really have to study. I you I, took classes, but I did take classes. I took classes. I failed, but it didn't stop me from being so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of compliments for you today, Eric. Yeah, this is great. Thank you guys so much for having me on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the uh, you said dry sense of humor too. I would say that that fits as well for you, Eric. Yeah, that's a good call. For me, it doesn't feel so dry, but uh, I guess from an outsider's point of view, maybe you're yeah. you're feeling thirsty after. <laughs> uh, was there something with, about boards? Did you have to look at boards or work with boards because of speaking? 
I know you said that you weren't able to speak till later in life or something, but I see like boards on the wall. Was this something that you had to practice that was like on a wall? What do I see this? Oh, Damien, look out. She's right. <laughs> okay. I did, I did have to go to speech therapy when I was uh, young. I was pulled out of my classes to uh, go into a little closet in my school and they would just show me flashcards and I would have to... Uh, enunciate my words and say them out loud they put you in a closet yeah that's, oh, wow. that's fucking nuts man. <laughs> they couldn't even get a classroom for you that no. should be your new name the closet comedian well i think that has a different <laughs> meaning i think i'd get the wrong type of crowd maybe <laughs> <laughs> but I saw boards though were things on the wall or like on a board that you had to st like look at when you're standing because like what I see the boards but the janitor unless they were like the boards stuff. of the reading yeah hmm. I don't, I don't think it was too small of a room to have a board okay so it was more cards mm -hmm. yeah laminations so that's that's more of that vibe there but there was also a processing issue too. What's what's a processing? I... Did you have to be, well, you weren't on medication, but there was a processing. Well, part of it would be with the speech, but there was something else with processing. Did they ever talk about the processing? Like a, but it was more childhood, not adulthood, like a processing issue with not I'll just to, speech, wow. but something else. You'll have to ask a mom. Let me Google the word processing. I feel like I'm just getting stuck. Well, there's things like there's like there's some things that are like called sensory integration, and um, there's other things that it makes it makes it hard to process like speech or visuals or learning or it was like a processing disorder that you had, but I feel like you outgrew it. But you're still you're still kind of dealing with it too at this time because there's something about you're still dealing with it. You still have to work on it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm confused. I'm, I think it's just the word processing that's holding me back. No, but just think, of, think about what I'm right saying. Yeah. Just think about, <laughs> just think about what I'm saying. It's hard. Like when yeah. you're getting a reading to really digest mm. everything and mm. think about everything, but when you step back and kind of listen to it again, it might make sense to you. Cause there's still like, you're still kind of fighting with all of this, even though you're doing well with being a comedian and Thank you're you. out there. And they're also a writer or something you're doing writing too. Obviously, you're probably writing down what you're going to say, but what I see this writing also involved with you. Oh, yeah. You got to write some jokes. Otherwise, yeah. it's not <laughs> writing the jokes, but what do I feel like you're writing other things? Are you writing like a, bi a, a book or uh, have you thought about writing a book? Uh, yes, I guess so. Uh, I write in a book, typically. Does that? Uh... Nope. You want you want an actual book? Mm -hmm. Oof. I'd say I'm not a great writer. I know, but I feel like you got to tell your story, though, because you've gone from, you know, having the difficulty with speaking to being a professional because you are a professional comedian. Yes, I am. Um, uh, you're not just a, you're not just a guy that's in a coffee shop you know, every Thursday night, you're actually a professional in the industry. That's what I'm getting. And hey. so like, you need to share your story. And if you don't do well with the writing, you know, write down your ideas, get a ghostwriter or something. I feel like it's a story that needs to be told to other people that are struggling, just like my double vision stuff. Like yeah. it's kind of embarrassing. I'm still dealing with it. I still, I get headaches with it. And, but like, I 
And people told me you can never do that or you can't do this. You can't go to college. Well, I said F you to everybody. I did, I did all those things. <laughs> Excuse my French. <laughs> maybe, but... maybe you could hook me up with a ghost that could write for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I was even thinking about that. Or a loved one writer even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be a more pleasant experience for you. Yeah. But um, I feel like you can yes, share your story. You, but anyway. you're 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 kind of onto something. I did have a one man show, which is kind of a story, you know, of telling my story about how uh, it's hard for me to speak in a certain way. So maybe this is maybe this is the type of book we're picking up on. I feel like you should. It doesn't have to be a long one. It can be just enough to to tell you a story. And who's mm. the girl? Who's the girl that you need to go back to? a girl to go back to gosh i hope not <laughs> she was not nice there's one with long blonde hair long blonde hair christy arthy <laughs> we won the citizenship award together in kindergarten <laughs> you want me to go one, back to the her? one that got away yeah maybe oh gosh i hope not <laughs> there's a girl you need to go back to she has blonde long hair oh man my she's gonna new, help you yeah my new girlfriend is not gonna like that <laughs> she has medium length blonde hair she will hate that if it's somebody <laughs> that looks like her <laughs> just with slightly longer hair yeah did she cut it recently she did cut it recently. Maybe did you guys her? break up at all and then get back? Because like, it's not from your, your childhood. This person's not from your childhood. Okay. Did you no. separate at all ever? Like in your relationship? She, she's, she's in a different uh, state at the moment. Uh, and I don't mean she's mentally. Liquid or gas. <laughs> she's in New York. So we're, we're apart. When was the last time you saw her? Like a month ago? Uh, a couple, you go every two or three weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. two weeks. And you're moving there? Oh, hopefully one day. Do you, do you, do you think that will happen? Yes. Yeah, that's great. Well, year and Lauren, a half, you said year I'm year moving to, to New York too. Hey, you guys can do a podcast from there, but yeah. And um, you're going to dye your hair blonde. I, I'm one, and I'm not <laughs> trying to put things together, but like, it feels like yeah. you have been separated. Maybe it was physical, but I also felt like she had long brown hair. Like this is a person that's going to heal you. This is a person that's good for you kind of thing. That's why I said you have to go back. Yeah. Maybe it's your turn to go back to New York. I don't know, but I, I felt like you had to go back. Like this is a person you have to have in your life. This is yeah. a person that you have to probably marry okay do we Ooh. have to oh, yeah, i'm, have to. I'm okay. scared of that you don't have to but uh she's very good for you she's very okay. good for you she's very healing for you she keeps you in a good space she's very yeah. good for you okay I mean, what you see is what you get there is not one bad bone in that person's body okay that's good right does that I... make sense <laughs> she might have one bad bone or two she's very good she's very direct but what she does she's very she means what she does okay how do you how did you know that i just know it <laughs> no secret revealed how did i know that i don't know anything about that but i just i just that's what i'm getting and i feel like you should get married and if you don't want to get married to a spiritual wedding, 
it What's can that? still be like a union of souls kind of thing okay. where you don't have to have a physical marriage with paper. And then I see a child too. So I don't know if you already have a child together, but there's going to be like a daughter. I see like a daughter. A daughter. Or does she, or does she have one? Uh, no, she doesn't. You want to get the, that little union going. We've got like a little baby coming a couple okay. of years. And will that, will that, uh, can we, can we determine if this, baby will have any bad bones in their body no no bad bones no, no bad. bad not not bad for the bone bad to the but okay. i'm hearing also too that she reads off of scripts or she does something with scripts so what does she do for work yeah she's she does musicals okay yeah because i see her reading like off of scripts or like some she's reading something i didn't know if she was an actress or whatever but she was reading off of scripts or something yeah. so yeah, okay. she writes them more than mm -hmm. anything. Okay. So there it is. There's your ghost Dam writer. Damien, how, how, Damien, just watching this, do you feel anything? No. <laughs> more skeptical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Who's, uh, Valor who's Valerie? Valerie. Gosh. Uh, that, does that make sense to either one of you? Or all of you, any of you? I just heard yes, Valerie. I know the song. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I like that song. Uh, it makes sense to me. How? Uh, I know a Valerie, and my mom's middle name is Valerie. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I just heard that. Um, so, what's going on with the Valerie? Is she alive? Uh, my mom's alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. I know we just talked to her, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the Valerie, I, I don't know. She's just a friend in the world, no, but not even a close friend. So I don't know. I it's just, just feel it's just a name I know. Okay, interesting. I think it's yeah. That's what it just came in, and so I think that was just another validation for you. Um, okay. But that other person you haven't spoken to or anything like that. There's no, no. real connection there. Okay. Yeah. So I think with Damien, I'm going to go back to you. Yes. I'm not going to try to cold read you because you're, okay. you're, I'm not breaking down that wall, baby. Not okay. for anybody. Uh, but do you have any questions about things that you want to know or you're curious about either with my work or something you'd like to know for your future to see if they make sense and we can do a follow-up <laughs> on Spooked? <laughs> um, I don't know if I really have any future uh, questions. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Do you think it would it would mess up your future to even hear something uh, potential about it? No. Well, I mean, I think there's always going to be a certain amount of that kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Where you hear something and then you ascribe something to it later to make it come true. Like that. Yeah. Not real. The not Nostradamus really. I mean, people effect. have free will. People have. I don't know. I, I understand I, what you're saying. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, but them having free will is different than ascribing something to something that they were told though. That's, that's a completely different thing. It, certainly that won't happen to you though, because you'll be thinking about it not happening. Well, I know it's time. not going to happen regardless. So that's what I'm saying. Do you have a, uh, a, a question though? No, you got the wall <laughs> up. You got that wall up. Yeah. Oh, well, can't make something happen if it doesn't want to be, ha doesn't want to ha happen. Right. right. So, that's you true. know, 
Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push the envelope. I'm not gonna push through something um, <laughs> right. that you know, like people have to be. I always tell people like I never seek out people. Right. I've been very lucky with my work, and you know, I've had people come to me, but I don't seek them out. Like I feel like if somebody wants it, they'll come to me. If they don't want it, okay, you know, like that's all right too. Yeah. And so I don't try to push it with somebody if they don't want it. So, I mean, it's, it's very important sure. that people, if they, they want the insight, they want the help. That's what I'm there for. It's not just like fun readings. It's not like, mm -hmm. Hey, you know, I'm going to tell you everything about your future. It's more like, how do I spiritually help you? How do I help you to get to that path? Some people want to find out right. more about the spirituality. How do I make that connection to my loved ones? How do I, you know, is there a ghost in my house? Like, these are all the things that I, I do, but not everybody is going to understand and not everybody's going to believe and it's, it's okay. You know, like that's just the way the world works. Yeah. Do, do, uh, this is a little bit off, but do you think it helped you to have such piercing, beautiful eyes <laughs> in this business? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> despite, despite uh, my eye, my lazy eye issue. Thank you very much. I am always stopped. And they're like, are those your real eyes? And I'm like, yes, they're my real eyes. Yeah. And um, I, people say I have medium eyes or angel eyes because they are like a very light blue green. And so my mother has uh, light green. My father had light blue and I got their combination. So they're like very light blue green eyes yeah and so it does help i think i don't know people just think that they i look like a medium or i look <laughs> like an angel person i'm also an angel person i can channel angels i can channel um spirit guides and loved ones and the other side i never tried for this i never even honestly worked wanted this i worked for nasa for 31 years Whoa. i was a meeting planner for um an x-ray facility and I just got laid off with my job in the fall. So I ran my business part-time because I wanted to, because I yeah. had to, it came out that I really needed to do the work. And I had a lot of clients coming back for more and more and more. And they said, you know, you need to do this full-time, but I couldn't do it full-time. I was a single mom, like your mother was, yeah. you know, for many years, I just had to do my job and you know, so it was funny because I was married to a scientist. And so that's why I looked at Damien when he, he said he's very scientific. And, yeah. um, you know, those kind of people, nothing wrong with it, but nope. just it's very hard. It's very analytical mind. Mm -hmm. And my ex-husband was a scientist. So he did not believe in any of this. And I'd say this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And one time I said to him, he's, uh, I said, your, your grandfather or your uncle is here. And he said, oh. He is, and all of a sudden the, the window fell down. And then another time the lights were blinking and I said, oh, somebody's here. And he says, oh, is it your uncle Frank? Cause he was a millionaire. He said, if he is, um, you know, where's the money? Thinking like, we're gonna get some money out of it or something. <laughs> and the light blew out. It like shattered. Whoa. So it was sort of like, it was interesting. And he built, and then it wasn't until he saw the ghost that was in our home. I get ghosts everywhere I go. It wasn't until he saw the ghost floating across our loft that I had told him was in our house since we moved in there. My young son was seeing it as well. And he saw her that he actually believed and he called a medium to come to our house. And she walked around the whole house. She checked our antiques. She checked everything. And then she went right up to me and she said, you know, the reason why you're they're here, right? They, <laughs> I was like, oh boy, aren't we lucky? I got yeah. And she said, because you're a medium. Oh, And she wow. told me that and I was in my, you know, late thirties. 
early 40s and I knew it but I didn't want it I didn't want to didn't want to go there I didn't want to even have the ability but it just never left me alone and so it just sort of turned something back on that I had suppressed and here I am is it is it possible you got some of this power from the x-ray uh machine you were so close to no no, no. okay yeah and I'll tell you like, like a Bruce the Damien, like I totally I, I, no I just like Damien like I totally get what you're saying and I will uh-huh. tell you that one of the reasons I never like I won't talk about my work outside of okay. here like I'll go to you know I'll, I'll just bring a regular girl um I'll having fun. I'm just a regular girl in the sp- living a spiritual world. And I always say this because I used to have people buy me drinks. And, you know, I would grab their arm and be like, oh, your, your mother's here. She passed away five years ago and blah, blah, blah. And they start crying in their spaghetti. And my husband said, no more, no more. He like grabbed my arm. Don't do that anymore. He said, you know, like you're imposing on people. And I said, I know mm-hmm. I was under contract for a TV show. So I was supposed to like oh. do this and uh, mm-hmm. for a medium show. And I've been on television. I've been on the list and I was on Married at First Sight uh last month uh season 14 episode 14 yeah i've been in the lady of the dunes documentary as a medium to help help solve a case so like i've been on tv and stuff but like i was supposed to prep for like this bike you know like they follow around the can the cameras and so it'd be interesting because uh i would just grab people and i used to impose on them and i realized geez you know i don't like this and i told the 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 production company and the casting director said, I can't do this. I can't like grab people and bother them when they're eating dinner. And, right. and like, I know you want me to practice this, but I just can't do it. I need people to come to me. I can't do it the other way. I've had people like buy me drinks and say, read me more. And I'd be drinking lots of martinis, drink, re- reading them at the bar. Mm-hmm. And then I've had other people go like, oh my God, the exorcist, <laughs> you know, like get her away. Like, so <laughs> I've come to a point that I said, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it anymore. People come to me, they find me, great. Yeah. If they okay. want me, they find me, but I don't impose this on people. And I think a lot of mediums try to do that to prove it. Either you have it, you don't. And I just, I'm very comfortable where I sit okay, with then myself. Then how about, do you, do you see any, anybody around me right now? Or you're going to just be like, like no, no, just, no, no. I'm genuinely curious. I think you're not yeah. more, I think you just don't like the ghost stuff. I think that's what okay. don't get you. And the psychic stuff, you're like, okay. But the mediumship is definitely something that's different because nobody can guess that, right? Sure. Nobody can guess that. Nobody okay. can guess that. Like, I can't sit there. And everybody has a grandfather that passed, right? Or a grandmother that passed. But <laughs> All right. there, is, yeah. there is a female with brown hair around you that does feel like an aunt figure to me that passed. And her hair is down to about here. It's down to her, like her shoulders. It feels like an aunt figure. It was short to the head. And I do feel like there's something in my chest and my breast area. And I also feel very nauseous. Like she was sickly with some kind of a cancer or something in her system, but she feels like a motherly type, but it doesn't feel like it's your mother. So she's got, she does have like, I don't know if you color your hair, but she has a darker, I think you kind of do, but she, she, she has a darker, darker hair. So she doesn't feel like she's very old unless she's showing a younger version, but there's a lot in the chest and all the the physical body. She feels very nauseous. She feels sickly. And she's saying something about eight to 10 months. I don't know if that was like the time that she was very sickly before she passed. Okay. And there's like a, I hear like a Marie or Anne Marie or a Maria, a Maria, would that make any sense to you with yeah, a person? No, it doesn't. That's a motherly figure. 
No. Okay. Does it make sense with the female though? With uh, that sickly with like like feels like she has cancer like eight to ten months or so. Cancer and this would have happened like months? this would have happened like nineteen nineties. Nineteen nineties. Yeah. Anybody you can I, think of, or any of your friends, or anything? Because like, the thing is with mediumship readings too, it may not be your direct family, okay. but sometimes they'll know that you're having one, so they'll pop in. It could be like a friend's mother or things right. like that, because they know that you know you're having one. But this woman is, she looks on the younger side. She was not very old when she passed. Um, she's come through like in her 50s. She's saying it was 1990s. She's saying like she was a motherly figure. She had cancer. I feel like it started in her breast area and went down to the bottom of her, um, it went down to the stomach area. She was very nauseous, very sickly. She said that she had two children, a girl and a boy. And she's saying something about a Marie or something with a Marie, whether it's her one of her children's names. No, that doesn't make any sense not, to you. Does it make sense no, to anybody no, else in the, this room? All. Okay, that's all right. That's fine. Hmm. Um, but that's what I'm getting hey. for you. Okay. I once kissed a girl named Marie Coco <laughs> and uh, spin the bottle game. Whoa. That's, that's the she's only alive, thing I, right? <laughs> I haven't spoken to her pro probably since that game. So Whoa. was that the 1990s? No, but um, <laughs> it was close. We don't know. Know. I'm not gonna. We I'm not gonna go there because that's not related to you. No. I'm trying to read the unreadable, um, Damien. Yeah. But yeah. That's okay. Yeah, he's because like it will affect. Like I tell people, I actually believe it or not, had a reading the other night because I'm on vacation this week. Oh, nice. And I had to take mental time off because I've been just going straight. And I actually had a tarot reading, mm -hmm. and the girl was. She knew I shouldn't have ever told her I was a medium, but uh, so I can meet him. But she was very good with the tower. But when it came to the mediumship, she was like, everything was kind of like off a lot, very off. I'm not saying it was bad reading. The intuitive part was really, really good um, with the cards. But um, I always tell her, I'm like, if you like, she probably, she already knew I was a medium. She's like, oh my God, everything I say, she's going to like dissect it. Um, and then, but it also depends on that person. Like there are people that you can read very easily. And there's other people that you can't get through there. And you already know, like, they're a skeptic. They already have that stance that they're a skeptic. So it's almost like, why bother? You know, <laughs> like, it's not that I want to give up, but I will actually end sessions when I have people like that. Cause I'm like, if I can't get anything for them, I'm not going to charge them or I'm not going to, I'm not going to continue because it's just a wall and it has nothing right. to do with the person. It's just, you got to deliver what you, your goods are. So mm -hmm. Um, so Lauren, before we, uh, go into, uh, plugs here, I gotta know if you're seeing anything new with me. I know we've talked before. <laughs> yeah. We got to do the follow-up. Oh boy. Oh, we'll have to a follow-up later and see if Damien can figure out who that lady is. But anyway, <laughs> hopefully uh, she doesn't possess Damien because I don't know what to do about it. This Anne Marie. <laughs> Oh, you, 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 you run a bath and you feed him shrimp. Oh, I don't like well, shrimp. <laughs> he knows that salt water, by the way, for paranormal salt water is like the best wow. uh, stuff that you can do for somebody. If they feel like they're getting an attachment from a ghost or mm. uh, you, you jump in salt water. I was in a salt water pool a couple days ago, so maybe that's why we're not 
No, it has nothing to do with it. Okay. No, it's just it's just that wall. You got yeah, that wall. Got a wall. <laughs> you it's got like that the- wall, but babe, and that's okay. That's again, there's nothing wrong with that. That's your personality. That's mm-hmm. your who you are. I mean, this I, I'm not gonna put that down. He's um, like one of those Wi-Fi blockers for the spiritual realm right now. <laughs> just blocking it for the <laughs> right, right, right. He wouldn't even tell me his middle name. <laughs> I don't want people to take my identity. (laughs) Did you ask my middle name? At one point, and you would refused. (laughs) I don't don't remember that. I'll tell you if you want. He just, I don't think you believe in anybody or anything. Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, I believe in people, yeah. (laughs) Do you believe in the expiry dates on food? For the most part, yes. Hmm. But you always got to check. It's a suggestion. So we're, ah! we, we've we broken through a little bit here. Okay. So, so Cody, what is going on with you with March? Did you have a big breakthrough with a girl in March? Um, no, no, uh, no, uh, no dating or anything like that. Not yet. No. Okay. All right. So what would you like? I know we're, um, what would you like to know? Yeah, I guess, uh, well, the last time I uh, I spoke to you, my mom was upset that I didn't ask about my grandmother. So I better oh. do that just so. Oh, oh who, who's passed? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's What's your background? My background? Yeah. <laughs> Eric, are you going to do a reading of me too? Well, he's been podcasting for a few years. He acts occasionally. You know. <laughs> Um, I'm Italian and Irish. Okay. So the Italian mom wants to know about the grandmother? Eric's getting me here. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with her head? Does she have dementia or Alzheimer's? She has a lot of pain and pressure in her head, the grandmother. No. Did you know her? Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I knew her. Um, that's uh, no, she didn't pass away for any reason like that. Well, it's not how she passed, but there's a lot of pressure and uh, pressure and pain in her head because I am a physical medium. So I get like pain in their body and different experiences that they had. But I do have a lot of pain and pressure in my head from her, from the mother, grandmother, not your mother. And um, and then I see like a lot of coughing too. Like I get coughing from her and there's a breathing issue with her. But it feels like things shut down. feels like things shut down for her. It wasn't just like one thing. There's like three or four things in a row. And I also get a lot of pain in my abdominal area. Like there may have been something with the lower abdominal area too. Does that um, make sense? Does the, that, do you understand? Yeah. The lower abdominal makes uh, a little bit more, uh, a little but bit. But I get like their pain first, which is why I can't do a lot of readings all the time. Cause mm-hmm. I get their pain first, but there's something with a head. You've got to ask a mother if like she had a lot of headaches or there was dementia going on too. And I'm not just saying every old person has it, but there's a lot of pressure in her head. That usually means dementia to me or Alzheimer's mm-hmm. or something. It could have been like an early onset or just pain or uh, headaches that she had. But I also get like a lot of lower abdominal pain with her too. Like there's a could lot of pain there. Could have been a tight hat. Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> yeah, no. um, she, uh, I know that she didn't have any dementia, maybe maybe headaches or uh, something like that. 
the um, lower abdominal, I guess, uh, makes sense because uh, she uh, the way that she died was a uh, colonoscopy and the doctor Whoa. messed it up and punctured her bowels. That's fucked up. Oh, so no. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Was that within a few, few days, though? I mean, did they find out after the fact? Like that he punctured or did they did she pass like right away? It feels like within two days. Or yeah, like it was a little, days. yeah, it was a little after. Yeah. yeah. She said she speaks to your mother. Does your mother have communication with her? Like she communicates with their mom? Um yeah, my she, mom she, uh, my mom's gone to like a medium and uh, stuff like that. She said she could hear her though. Interesting. Yeah, my mom does talk about that uh, quite a yeah, bit. She has clear audience, she can hear her mother. Mm-hmm. okay that's good because she needs to know that because a lot of times people think they're making it up it depends it depends on how she's receiving but i do feel like your mother has a clear audience and can't talk to her which is good my uh my mom has uh scared people in the past because they said that um her power is too strong so she's scared other mediums and stuff like that even though my mom doesn't isn't uh doing like any kind of like medium or psychic work she's natural at it though that means that she was born with it she could have had a past life as doing that kind of work and it's just suppressing it and not wanting it wanting to do that work but uh what's 83 mean to you is that when your grandmother passed away in 1983 was she 83 years old or 83 i see 83 no, not 1983. I'm getting here 83 over and over again for her. I don't know why, but was that an address for her? Could have been an address. I. It's nothing that stands out to me, though. Um, I She's think... saying it over and over again. 83, 83, 83. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure with that. That doesn't uh, stand out. It wasn't her age either. She laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. She's very. Oh, you didn't. You said you met her. You didn't meet her. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I met her. Spent a lot of. Time. But why do I feel like she's very? She's laughing all the time, like a big laugh. Yeah, she, uh, she was very uh, like active and everything like that. Like I went out a lot and like like to uh, go to different like functions and everything yeah because she doesn't seem like she's quiet she's like this big laugh and she also feels like she's expanding to me in a way so was she a little overweight or plump yeah okay it's a nice way to say it (laughs) overweight or plump but she just she has this joyous laugh like she was really a happy person really outgoing she doesn't feel like she's holding herself back in terms of personality she was not quiet whatsoever and i feel like there's a i'm hearing a b name like a b like b is a boy so does b mean anything to you with her name first or last or anybody else in the family oh your mother's name no not okay. not on not on her side no okay she just said b b yeah my my dad goes by b but that's what yeah he goes by b oh yeah bill but did they ever call him B? No. Okay. All right. Because you just said something about a B. So, all right. They didn't call him Big B? <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe she's I saying 83. Oh. Yeah, she's saying something about 83 over and over again. And um... Well, 83 mm-hmm. uh, kind of looks like the word B. 
<laughs> yeah. And oh, the, come uh, on. The number one hit on the Billboard Top 183 was Every Breath You Take by the Police. Oh, okay. Oh, That's an my interesting... gosh. <laughs> How would you look that up? That's so funny. <laughs> number two was every Billie breath, Jean. Every, every breath you take. Number yeah. two is Billie Jean B. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm not yeah. going to take that though. I don't feel like it's related. But, hey, you know what? I appreciate I appreciate your work working with me, Damien. <laughs> We're trying to make this 83 work. Yeah. No, I don't want to like. That's one thing. Like, if anybody's really serious about their work, they don't make something out of nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I will just say, like, okay, it's not making sense, and I'm not going to go with that. So you haven't worked with enough comedians, then I guess. <laughs> no, not a comedian too, are you? <laughs> Well, we do this. I don't know if we'd call it comedy. <laughs> I think you should start a new podcast, the dark and twisted world of Damien. Oh, all right. All right. What do you what do you talk about on this podcast, Damien? I don't know. Oh, yet. he doesn't believe in anything paranormal. <laughs> it's just him on his own. Just I mean, I, I kind of do that with belief it, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, if it's just mine and I just uh, rail against everything, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the same. But then you'd have a lot of people go, yes, yes. See, like he, everybody else true. is full of it. You know, like all these people out there, are a lot of people out there that don't believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'd probably would get like a lot of followers on there. Yeah. I would think a lot of <laughs> listeners. But um, yeah. Any other questions? Paranormal questions? Well, I think we uh, should start uh, wrapping up. Yeah. Here and uh, do some uh, plugs. So Lauren, let everyone know where they can follow you. They can follow me at mediumlaurenrobbins.com altogether. And they can find me on Facebook under Medium Lauren Robbins and LinkedIn, Medium Lawrence 111, and Instagram, Medium Lauren Robbins. Amazing. And we'll Mm -hmm. be tweeting that out at Spooked Podcast. Eric, where can they uh, follow you? Uh, You can find me online at uh, Merrick Mandrews. (laughs) All right. And we'll also be tweeting that one out too, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on both Eric and Lauren with direct links to those social medias, as well as go to the sonar shop. We have shirts, whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts. We got a shirt for you for each one. And if you're in Toronto at the end of August, that's true. Friday, August uh, 26th with guest Sean Cullen, Toronto Fan mm-hmm. Expo. We'll be, we'll be doing four, the Comic Con. I think we are. Uh, 4.30. Yeah. 4.30, yes. So come on down. Check us out. Yeah. Come say hi. Oh, you know what I just thought? Yeah. You know how there's all these psychic mediums? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What about psychic large? Spooked. <laughs> 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 Spooked. Spooked. <laughs> Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.